0: Stand to your feet. We came to give him glory this morning. A little South American style this morning. Simple song that says, I was created to make his praise glorious. We're going to start with our Sopranos this morning to give y'all your parts. Anybody come to bless him? Anybody come to bless him? Come on, soprano.
1: Come to you in the precious Son Jesus' name, thanking you for all you have done and you will continue to do for us, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you for being an awesome God, Heavenly Father, with all powers in your hand that watched over us all last week through our traveling grace, protect us from seen as well as unseen danger, Heavenly Father. We ask that you continue to order our steps, Heavenly Father, leaders and guidance, Heavenly Father. I pray, Heavenly Father, for healing for those on our sick and shut-in as well as those in the hospital, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we had those who we lost last year and families right now still struggling, Heavenly Father, fill that void, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, I pray for this service today, Heavenly Father, that everything that's done and said it's pleasing your eyesight, Heavenly Father, and we give you the glory, Heavenly Father. And Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. that is a road map and a guide for all of us to follow, Heavenly Father. I ask that we get excited right now, Heavenly Father, for the word that's about to come to us, Heavenly Father. I pray for the man who's bringing the word, Heavenly Father. I ask that he decrease and you increase through him, Heavenly Father, so we can hear from you. All high, Heavenly Father. And, Heavenly Father, as we receive the word from today, let us not just receive it, let us be doers, Heavenly Father, and go out and tell thine word, Heavenly Father, that we have served a true and living God, Heavenly Father, that will never leave us nor forsake us, Heavenly Father, and we'll be careful to give you the honor and the praise. For it's in your precious Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Real simple song that just gives God his true worship. Song just says, for you alone are God, and you are God alone. Help us worship him this morning. Come on, for you. For you are God, our God. Our God. For you are God alone. For you are our That's all the song says. Alone. Oh, I ask that you sing with a simple song. For you uh, are God. Yeah, for you are God alone. For you are God alone. Yes. Real simple worship this morning. Come on, tell him, for you are God. For you alone, alone, our God. Oh, Lord. For you are God alone. Yes, you are, God. Yes, you are. Oh, yes. Say that one more time. Oh, for you alone, for you alone, our God. God
2: alone for you. Our Father, which art in heaven, we come on this day thanking you for blessing us, for allowing us to assemble ourselves together one more time to hear the songs being sang, to hear the prayers, to hear the preached word. For we recognize that you're God and that you're God alone. For you created us in your image to do thine will, and Father, we pray that you will strengthen us, give us the strength, give us the mindset to do the things that are pleasing to you. Go with us now and lead us down the pathway of righteousness. And Father, we pray that we do it, that you do it for your name's sake. We ask, dear Lord, that you bless the message on this day. Bless the man that's going to bring your holy word. And dear Lord, let those words not fall upon deaf ears, but let us receive them and carry them with us each and everywhere that we go. Lord, we pray that you bless us in our spirits, Bless us in our health. God bless us in our finances. And then, dear Lord, let us be a blessing to someone else. These precious prayers, we do pray them in the name of the Father and in the name of the Son. And we pray them in the name of the Holy Ghost. Now let us all say, Amen, one time for the Father. Amen, one time for the Son. And amen,
0: one time for the Holy Ghost. Amen. Anybody come to worship him this morning? Anybody come to worship him this morning? Well, I declare the the devil's not going to get any glory this morning. I declare the devil's not going to get any glory this morning. Because I'm going to worship him in spirit and in truth. I'm going to give him what he deserves this morning. So I'm going to give him what he deserves. Come on. Come on, choir. Come on. Dominion and power. Anybody know who I'm talking about? The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Oh, yes. glory. Oh, for you, alone. for you alone. Our God. Yes, God. Oh, yes. For you are God alone. Can y'all say that? You are God alone. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for you. Give him glory.
3: Yes. Amen. God alone is more than enough. Isn't that right? We thank the choir for those who participated to who led us we thank them so very much and just kind of set the time and for a, a wonderful service today so we're gonna ask that we all just pray just say a prayer that we may understand what our purpose for being here today this time now we're gonna ask if you would please stand and join us in our response to reading followed by the hymn for the morning I'm going to ask that we all read together. In that there's no longer Greek and Jew slave and free but Christ is all Isn't that good. Let's do that again like we really mean it. In that renewal there's no longer and that's what we want to follow up with. I know all of you know the song already, but you'll see the words on the screen, and we're going to ask you to sing like you never sung before. I don't know about you, but I just, I'm happy to just sing the song, Christ is All. Amen. but I, I agree to the fact that Christ is all, isn't that right? We ought to be just thankful just to be here. We're going to pause just for a few moments and share a few announcements with you. We ask that you to please continue to pray for all of our sick and shut-in members. There are those who are sick, and we'll mention a couple in a moment, but I understand that Brother Watson, again, is at home, and he's doing quite well, but need the pray out of the church so he can move along. Also, we ask you to pray for our own Brother Gross. I don't know if he's back there this morning or not. Brother Gross back there? Is, is it, amen. God bless you. Ask you to continue to pray for him. And I also understand that Mrs. Porter went in uh, to the hospital maybe, And but there's something, so we ask you to please pray for her as well. And, of course, Deacon Thomas Owens, I think, is at home recuperating, but we need you to pray for him as well. Don't forget to pray for all of our sick and shorty members. Our brother, Bobby Smith, will be inducted February the 15th along with his basketball team, Dillard University Hall of Fame. Bobby is an usher. here. Did, Bobby, you back there? Hey, okay. There, okay, God bless you. Okay, that's wonderful. Uh, he will be in, uh, going into the Dillard University Hall of Fame. God bless you so very much, and we thank God for you. Amen. Amen. These are these are the announcements. From here, we get some announcements from the media. Media, you on?
4: Good morning, K Chapel. The Youth Council would like your support in their upcoming service project for the Youth Department's adopted community partner, the Hope House of Jackson. Your donation of five dollars will assist in providing toiletries for the suites at Hope House. Your donation will also automatically place your name in a drawing for a beautiful Valentine's Day basket and a weekend stay at the Jackson Marriott. A youth council member will be in the Old Fellowship Hall today to collect your donations. Couture Care is a nonprofit 501 501c3 will sponsor Her Prom Closet Jackson 2019. This event will take place here at K Chapel in March and we will be collecting dresses on Saturday, February the 23rd from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. in support of this event. Please contact Sister Martha McRaven Oliver at 601-207-4352 for more information. The Diabetes Support Group meeting will take place on Tuesday, February the 19th, instead of Tuesday, February the 12th, and will still take place at Cade Courtyard. In honor of the American Heart Month, the Health Ministry will do a limited health screening on the 3rd Sunday, February the 17th, between 8 and 11 o'clock services in the Old Fellowship Hall. The Spring Festival will take place here at Cade on Saturday, March the 30th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. This event is free and open to the public. Everyone is welcome to attend, stop by to enjoy free food, reptiles, the game truck, rock climbing, a mechanical bull, snow bits, cotton candy, and much more. If you're interested in volunteering for this event or for more information, please see Sister Tabitha Britton Porter in the Old Fellowship Hall between services. Seacourt and the Layman Ministry are collecting hotel toiletries to provide them as personal items for the community. As you travel, be sure to pick these items up, place them in a small plastic bag, and begin donating them. There will be receptacles marked in the Old Fellowship Hall for your donations. The Deaconess Ministry is sponsoring a mother-daughter date on next Saturday, February the 16th from 10 a.m. to 1230. This event is open to girls ages 8 through 12. Be sure to stop by the Old Fellowship Hall for more information and to sign up. Class 12A is joining with the Area Dress for Success program to prepare persons to make ready for employment. Help spread the word about the February seminar coming up soon. Please see any member of Class 12A for more information. In conjunction with 28 Days of Prayer and Fasting and Fellowship, the Youth Department will host a fun Friday fellowship for K-Teenagers on Friday, February the 15th from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. This event is for K-Youth ages 13 and up. Begin the night with circle talks at k here in the Fellowship Hall and in the evening with bowling at Fanning Lanes. Parents, please be prepared to pick your children up promptly at 10 p.m. Registration is required and will be held after the 8 a.m. services and before 11 a.m. on today in the Old Fellowship Hall. You may also contact Sister Demetria Young at 601-955-5300 for more information. Ladies, get on the bus. Reserve your seat now and join us as we travel to the premium outlets of Gulfport, Mississippi for the Women's Day shopping trip on Saturday, April the 6th. The cost is only $35 and men, Valentine's Day is Thursday. This trip, along with some spending money, of course, would be a great Valentine's Day gift. Seats can be reserved in the Old Fellowship Hall between the 8 and the 11 o'clock services. Please see Sister Terry Gray or Sister Margaret Williams for more information. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or you can go to the Submit info tab on the K-Chapel app. But
3: be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. Amen. God bless you. I just know that we have some visitors or some individuals here who are not yet members of this congregation. If that happened to be you, we're going to ask you at this time, please stand. Let us thank you for coming and invite you back. All visitors, want you please stand up? Stand up, visitors. I don't believe it. If you're not yet, I'm going to do it this way then. If you're not yet a member of this congregation, we do going to ask you to please stand. <laughs> you see, no. <laughs> God bless you. Remain standing. We want you to know on behalf of our senior pastor, Reverend Reginald Buckley, our Pastor E. Reverend Horace Buckley, and all the members of the K Chapel family, just so happy that you chose to worship with us today. If you're just visiting, please come in the to get your life. But if by chance you're looking for a church home, before you leave here today, we're going to try to convince you to just the home. We're going to ask everybody if you would. Oh, here's one over here, too. God bless you. Amen. We, we're so happy to have you, and we're going to give you something. You can only get here at K Chapel uh, Baptist church. Won't you stand? from the floor so we're going to ask Mrs. Britton, Miss Britton where are you? Come on down. Good
5: morning. Good morning. It's that time of year again. It's time for the annual K-chapel Spring Festival. This year the festival will be held March 30th from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. This year we will have a reptile show, paint party, video game truck, rock climbing, mechanical bull, and this event is free. We are in search of volunteers. So if you would like to volunteer, please come see me, Tabitha Britton Porter, and I will be in the Old Fellowship Hall in between each service. Thank you. Sister Young. Good morning. Good morning. This is the only Sunday, and I'm here as a reminder and to put emphasis on our bowling. Teenagers, we called it a fellowship, but we're going to hang out a little bit. We're going to hang out here and show the adults how we can fellowship and have fun. We're going to start here with, just with, with some topics that teens go through and whatever they want to discuss, and we're going to end it with a night of bowling. Parents for pickup, pickup is promptly at 10 o'clock. If you want to pick up at the bowling alley, you ha- will have to come in. You cannot ask the child to come to the car. An adult must come in to pick the child up from either facility. Thank you.
3: That was both of them were fast, huh? Okay. We thank God for them. This time now we're going to pause for a time of service again where we all can participate, and we're going to ask that you just give, prepare to give as you have been so blessed, and you cannot be God-given. Amen. So we ask that you just show your love. We have words from the pulpit and the deacons and uh, the um, trustees along with all who are in this category will give us all a chance to give us. We have been so blessed.
6: And he looked up and saw the rich men casting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor widow casting in thither two mites. And he said, Of a truth I say unto you, that this poor widow hath cast in more than they all. For all these have of their abundance cast in unto the offerings of God. But she, of her penury, has cast in all the living that she had. Thus ends the reading of God's righteous and holy word. Choir.
3: We're going to ask that so we prepared to give again now, and we have been so blessed.
7: coming back y'all like a thief in the night and are you ready
3: Master. Father, bless this offering. Bless those who gave and bless those who couldn't. Father, use it for the building of the gospel, Master. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. going to comment on that but they did (laughs) they did quite well god bless you it's it's always good to just put a little extra in the mix amen did a wonderful job we're going to ask them if they would come one more time and prepare our minds hearts and spirits to be receptive of the message that's forthcoming from the pulpit so at this time won't you just sing along if you like but just sing along and then just give a little word of prayer for this this wonderful wonderful men's group up here that it will help somebody be prepared to receive the message for the morning.
8: A close walk with you. This world of toils and yes, step if I, so yes, I the i <laughs>
9: of us get exercised and we have partners that walk with us. We have people that we tell our closest secrets to. We have people that we confide in. But there can be no better person to walk with than to walk with the Lord. It's a blessing to be in the house of prayer one more time. You know it could have been the other way. But God, with his mercy, his grace, and his love for us, has blessed us to be in the house of prayer one more time. So we give honor to the Lord God, the Father, to Jesus the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, our comforter, because it's a blessing to be here. We give honor to the pastor of this church. Reverend Reginald Buckley, as well as our past emeritus, Reverend Horace Buckley, in their absence. And then to my fellow brother of the Men, we appreciate you. And my sister as well. And then to all of you, my father's children, my biological family, we appreciate you. And then my dear friend, Brother Jerry Knight and his wife, who is the founder of the organization which is You Are Not Alone, which is a prostate cancer self-help group. So he and his wife are here this morning, I'm thankful for that. I ask now that you will bow your head with me in a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to praise you and to lift you up. I humbly ask right now that you will hide me behind the cross and that you will speak through me that they will hear what you will want them to hear and that it will not fall on their field but receiving minds and hearts. I ask that you will do these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, this is Valentine week coming up. And I definitely don't want to overlook the fact that I did not say I truly appreciate the love of my life. My wife is here this morning and she's back there with her immediate family. And I thank God for her who loves me in spite of. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You know, as we focus on the fact that there are going to be a lot of people giving cards and gifts on Thursday, you know, some people call it the day of love, and there will be some people that will be happy, but then there will be some people that will be sad. I just want to say to the single people that don't have nobody here on earth, I want you to know that you still have somebody who loves you. And he loves you, not just on February 14th, but he loves you 365 days of the year. And one thing about him, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's going to stay with you through the good and the bad. So know that you do have someone that loves you, our Lord and our God. There's a word from the Lord. Those of you that have your Bibles, and if you would, I ask that you will stand and give reverence to our God as we read the scripture. We will be reading from John chapter 15, verses 9 through 14. John 15, 9 through 14. As the Father hath loved me... This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends, if ye do whatsoever I command you. You may be seated in the presence of our Lord. And this morning, we'll be using for a subject, love and joy. Love and joy. You know, in our complicated, hectic world, we all long for a ray of hope. We look for some moments of comfort. We want a break from the chaos of these crime-infested streets, that seemed to have gone crazy and corrupted overnight. We had a feels as if we we're walking on eggshells because we're wondering who will the next victim be. We're wondering who the next suspect will be. We're wondering if it's going to be a relative, if it's going to be a friend. Will it be a dignitarian, a political person? We just don't know because practically every day now somebody is getting shot or robbed. So we just don't know. Our hearts bleed at the terrible tragedies that sickness and illness bring upon us and the death that a demon-possessed individual inflicts upon good people especially when they do these things to children and the elderly. It calls our hearts to bleed. And even though there has always been and there will forever be mentally ill people among us, we as Christians cannot shy away from our duties to continue to remind the saved as well as the unsaved that God is still on the throne And he said, yes, we would have trouble, heartaches, and pain. He told his disciples, he said, let your heart not, let not your heart be troubled. And he said, neither let it be afraid. And he didn't leave it there. He said, I will leave with you a comforter. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled, and he spoke these words to his disciples on the night when he knew that in a matter of hours, his life would come to an end. Our scripture comes from the 15th chapter of John, when Jesus had been talking to his disciples and using a parable about the tree and the vine. He said that the vine has branches and that the branches should bear fruit, but that the dead branches are clipped. And that if you are a member of the household of faith, you are one of his branches. He told them that the Holy Spirit would come as a comforter. And he told them that there would be a place prepared for them in the thereafter, hereafter life. But he said he would come again and he would receive them unto himself. He told his disciples that they could have peace in the midst of turmoil and if they would just receive the peace that he gives. All too often, we lose our peace in the midst of tragedy and in the midst of life, tough circumstances. When we do that, we have nothing to offer a world that is watching us. You know, the world is watching us to see what the Christians are going to do. And they're wondering just how we are going to respond if a neighbor comes to us who is distraught over a tragedy and find himself undone, then we should have something that we could tell our neighbor that will give him some hope. You know, our testimony should be about the peace of Christ and what Christ has promised. It is the Christian in a community who should be able to offer words of encouragement and comfort in difficult times. So I ask you, what are you doing to help people that are distraught and disheartened. But we can only do this if we possess a peace. You can't give people nothing if you don't have it. If you don't have the inner peace, you can't help nobody. But if we just tap in on our Savior who gave his life for us, then we will have a personal testimony Jesus said, these things that I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. You see, the center of joy for the Christian is Christ. The joy is Christ's joy. Jesus gave the parable concerning the vine and the branches to simply say that if we are Christians, we are supposed to be Christ-like. And you know, Jesus was cool. He was the savior, but Jesus was cool. When people tried to rattle him, Jesus would say things like, you say. Because he knew that he was who he was. God said, I am that I am. So if we are of the household of faith, if we are true Christians, we should have the joy in us that was in Christ. Christian joy is letting Christ live his life through us so that we can become what he is. And there are other kinds of joy. You know, the world offers other things, but there is no place where we can find Christian joy except in Christ Jesus. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, joy. And it is all in the Holy Spirit. If you're a Christian and you don't have joy, you need to check yourself. And here are some basic things that you need to understand about what it means to have the joy of the Lord in your life. You see, receiving Christ means submitting to the Spirit. It means somewhere and sometime we're going to read his Bible and pray that he will give us his spirit. But there isn't anything more powerful than the word of God. You know, it may sound very original, but there's nothing more powerful than reading the word of God and praying and having some time with our God. We right now are going through 28 days of prayer and fasting. That is in order to bring us closer A closer bond with the master. As the Holy Spirit indwells and controls us, and as we read the Bible, we will come to prayer time, and we will become into fellowship with Jesus. As we spend time with him, we come to love him. We come to adore and praise him. And Jesus becomes literally the focus of our lives. You see, there should always be a relationship between us and our master. And we can only have that by spending time with him, some quiet time, some precious time. Christian joy isn't always laughing. It doesn't mean we run around sniggling. It's not that we always have a big smile on our face. You know, that's how... The worldly folk do, but we're different. Christian joy is that joy which is deep down settled within our presence. It's settled within our hearts, and we know that the really important things of life are all rooted in Christ. Life can be taken from us, but we are still going to live forever with the Master, and that should give somebody some joy. You know, happiness depends on circumstances. Happiness changes as often as a celebrity changed clothes. But joy depends on our heavenly father. It's eternal and it is enduring. It's like a well that we can drink from if life had even plucked us out in a desert. Joy is internal and constant, whereas happiness is dependent on outward circumstances. Even though Christ has not promised us lives of ease without struggling and pain, he has promised us joy. Notice, if you would, that he did not promise happiness, but he did promise us joy. You see, happiness is the Happiness is the quality or the state of being happy. And it's okay to be happy sometimes. It could be the result of a good fortune. It could be superficial pleasure. You know, or Al Green in his secular song, he said love and happiness, something that can make you feel good, something that can make you feel bad. He said it could even make you come home early. Oh, y'all know. Don't be acting like y'all don't know the words to the song. But then he also said it could make you stay out all night long. Dear brothers and sisters, whenever trouble comes your way, let it be an opportunity for joy. For when our faith is tested, our endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when endurance is fully developed, we will be strong in character and we will be able to handle whatever comes our way. Galatians 5, through 26 says, follow the Holy Spirit and the joy of the Lord will indwell. It says that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and against such there is no law. You see, if we live in the Spirit, then let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, or envying one another. All the scripture is saying is if God bless our brother or our sister, that should give us some joy too. We shouldn't be hating on somebody because God bless them. We shouldn't be jealous because the same blessings that he gives to our sister or our brother, he's got them and he can give them to us too. So when you do good toward your sister or your brother, that should give you joy. Well... Someone is probably saying, well, what's in it for me? All this business about joy. What's in it for you, preacher? Well, I'm glad you asked. When I, what I can gain, you know, the word says only what we do for Christ will last. Only what we do for Christ will last. So, the joy will come. It will allow us to be steadfast, unmovable, and always abounding in the word of the Lord. Although trouble and heartaches, pain and suffering will come, we may even have some bill collectors knocking on our door. But if we are rooted in the word, we know that somehow, some way, the Lord will allow us to make it. We can still have joy. And joy will come through it all. You see, this joy will allow us to have something on the inside. You know, people sometimes look at folks on the outside and judge them. But joy is on the inside. And it's not always about getting something. We can get joy from giving something. It should give you joy to be able to do something for somebody else. Yeah, this joy, it won't let me ignore my brother when he hurts or when my friend needs somebody to talk to. When I see somebody who's stumbling, I won't push them down, but I will pick them up. This joy that I have within me, it will make me not be ashamed to tell any and everybody that the Lord has changed me, all right you know psychology tells us that a word from an encouraging word from you or I to someone who's going through something may stop them from committing suicide. Psychology says that there are many an individual that have taken their own life because nobody took the time to listen to them. We as Christians, Christ-like, should think about what did Christ do? He had no respect of character. He hung out among the poor. He did what? He healed the sick. All of these things that Christ did, we're supposed to do that also. So this joy reminds me that my life is a living testimony and that for sinners to see Christ living in me, it should help strengthen them and bring them to Christ. My Christianity, it should bring a sinner to Christ, not push them away from Christ. It should encourage a mature Christian and it should give encouragement, to a weak Christian, lastly, this joy does not end at death. I must remind you that it transcends the Bible says that the soul goes this joy that we 're talking about it goes from mortal to immortality, and this joy will give us an eternal peace with our Father. Well, what else does it do, preacher? It reminds us that we are not our own. That we were bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. And that life is not about me, but it's all about him. This joy humbles me. This joy gives me humility. It keeps me from being boastful about me. It keeps me from being arrogant and puffed up but it makes me brag on my father who is in heaven. This joy, it makes me tell people about the marvelous and magnificent things that the Lord has done for me. And it should do the same thing for you. This joy keeps me mindful of the fact that when I help my brother, that will last. This joy tells me that when I visit the sick, that will last. Jesus said, when you do it to the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you've done it also unto me. So when I visit the jail cell, I know that that will last because Jesus said, do that. When I read his word, that will last. When I give praises, when I give joy, When I give glory and honor to the master, that will last. This joy will last when I feed the children and when I look out for the widows. This joy will last when I don't just talk the talk, but when I walk the walk. It should do the same thing for you. This joy gives me a testimony that I can tell a dying world that Jesus still lives. Yes, he did die, but now he lives forevermore. This joy, it tells me that I can face tomorrow. This joy tells me that all fears are gone. This joy tells me that because he lived, that I will live forever. This joy tells me that the joy that I feel is a mighty power. This joy was given to me not by man, but by Jesus himself. The world didn't give it, and the world sure can't take it away. And I am not ashamed. Yes, we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that gives me joy. Well, preacher, why does it give you joy? Because he's never come short of his word. He said, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. He's never left me. I've done some things and strayed away from him. But the Lord was still there saying, come on back. That gives me joy. Joy that nobody can take away. Why? Because Jesus lived. Why? Because Jesus said, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. This joy that I have, the world can't take it away. This joy... It should put some shouting in somebody's hand. This joy. It should put some running in somebody's feet. You know, the old church used to say, I looked at my hand, and they looked new. I looked at my feet, and they did too. It said, I stepped in the water, and the water didn't chill me. It did chill my body, but it didn't rock my soul. Why? Why? Because I had the joy of Jesus. This joy, it will live forevermore. Do you have it? If you don't, you need to get it. And furthermore, this week of love, if you want to know what love is, God is love. God is love. And it's not something that you say, sisters and brothers. Love is something that you do. Love is something that you do. You know, you look at the fact that we're celebrating. Valentine's Day, but there has never been no love greater than the love of our Father. The Bible said that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son and that whosoever believes on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And we can have joy knowing that he loved us that much and he still loves us that much right now we're going to open the doors of the church you can come by letter Christian experience as a candidate for baptism and you know something church where hate was in my life love now by where confusion was
10: peace it now rang whoa I'm
7: walking
10: with Jesus I'm a child of the King It's all because I am Redeemed Oh I am redeemed. Bought with A pride has changed my whole life. Love the king, and you know what? His blood has set my soul.
5: me back and he did some miracle things in my life Amen. and I know God is over my life because if you live right God would take care of you
10: Amen. Amen. and
5: I I've been really ill and and I was in the hospital so I knew I had a fever a hundred eight 800 my fever was 800 uh, 108 108, and and I know that God was over me. A lot of people wouldn't have been here today. But God had something else for me to do. And I want to thank my church, my Sunday school class, my children for taking care of me, my grandchildren, God had them right there for me. God, I just want to say thank you for everything. God, he's been a blessing to me. And, uh, And I... I just want to say thank my pastors, Pastor Piles, he come pray for me. He always was there. My pastor, the Buckley's and all of them on the rough doing God will. I just want to say thank
6: you. Take the hand of the person next to you and let us pray together. Father God, we come now just to say thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We come testifying to your grace and mercy. Yes, yes. Father, one comes this morning, and as many have heard, testifying to how you have stayed with her through her illness.
10: Yes, yes.
6: How healing came to be, O oh Lord. Yes, yes. Father, we ask, O oh Lord, that you would continue to work the miracles in her life that you've done before. Bless her. Bless, her. bless this young lady right now, O oh Lord, as she continued to go forth. Yes. Bless now. Because, Father, she's standing here letting everyone know that you're not done with her yet. Yes, yes now, Lord. Bless now, O oh Lord, this your child. Yes. Bless now. Keep her in your loving care. Put that hand of protection around her, O oh Lord.
9: just been informed that we have a church member, brother Ira Roberts, who turned 99 years of age today. That's a blessing. That is a blessing. Ms. Thigman, we have anything else? All right, if our hearts are content, we ask that you will stand. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you, now, henceforth, and forevermore, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us all say, Amen. Amen. amen.